Today's show is brought to you by North by North. North by North is an outdoor apparel company that specializes in versatile merino wool accessories that can be worn anytime, anywhere to help keep you comfortable regardless of the weather. Boasting anywhere from 25 to 100 plus ways to wear and use, their lightweight products are some of the most versatile you can own and can replace several items in your pack to help you save weight. Besides their incredible versatility, each product harnesses the amazing properties of merino wool to help keep you warm when it's cool, cool when it's warm, dry, comfortable, and protected from sun and insects. North by North uses only the finest merino wool fabric, which is ethically and sustainably sourced from Australia. All of their products are made from 100% merino wool. Started by an avid ultralight backpacker after the repeated failings of other commercially available neck gaiters, North by North products are trusted by thru-hikers everywhere, from the deserts of the PCT to the snow-capped white mountains on the AT. If your neck gaiter or bandana is leaving you wanting more, then check out their line of quality merino wool products at northbynorth.co. That's northxnorth.co. That's co, not .com, because .co is more ultralight. Listeners of Trail Correspondence can score an exclusive 10% discount by using coupon code TREK10 at checkout. That's TREK, the number 10, at checkout. Okay, to the show. Now I actually just cannot stop eating. Oh no, the hunger has hit. The hiker hunger's definitely kicked in. And I always say I don't have the hiker hunger, but I say it while I have food in my mouth. Trail Correspondence presented by The Trek. I hope that you've got enough appetite to stomach another episode about trail food, because today's edition is a full buffet of hiker fare. Our remaining PCT and CDT hikers weigh in on what their favorite trail foods are, what they're craving most, if they've been stricken with the notorious hiker hunger, how their food systems have evolved over the course of their hikes, what they're eating in town, and much more. For anyone who's curious about how long-distance backpackers manage their diets, this episode will provide plenty of food for thought. In this episode, you'll hear from Karthika, Laura, Julie, Liam, Eric and Allison, our brother-sister duo, Angie, Dosu, and Sarah D. Here it is. Enjoy. Hello everyone, this is Karthike and Adendla, reporting from Mile 384 at the Little Jimmy's campground. Today, we are going to talk about diet. So I have my friend Soul Train sitting right next to me, who I will be interviewing along, and we have a lot to discuss about what's going on in our stomachs. Uh, right now, I'm at day 28, and it's day 31 for 31, yeah. Soul Train, which was Leah, mm-hmm. her real name. Mm-hmm. and what we are eating right now we're having our breakfast and my breakfast is just two scoops of mass gainer which dumps 1200 calories straight into my stomach and mass gainer is a bodybuilding stuff which is beyond the whey protein which has the carbohydrates and a lot of protein and bcas and other stuff in that as well which is pretty filling for me and what about you what um, do you have for breakfast for breakfast today i'm having some 
oatmeal that I found in the hiker box that Kartike actually put in the hiker box, which is kind of a coincidence. I didn't notice until after I was putting it in my food bag that he had dumped it. <laughs> so he didn't have to carry it. Yeah, I'm going to discuss that later. I have I changed my food strategy, so I'm going to tell why on that later on. So apart from my breakfast, what else I'll be eating on the trail? I'll most of the time I'll be snacking along for the my strategy is like every one one and a half hour I'll be snacking lot lots of different things like bars, protein bars, kind bars and then Indian snacks which are a little spicy kakras that's what I'll usually have for my lunch or sometimes I cook ramen usually I try to avoid cooking and limit my cooking only for the dinner where I either make ramen or couscous or buckwheat most of the time most of the time it's couscous with cheetos uh, so pretty much what I eat on the trail is snacks mass gainer and couscous <laughs> like that's my two go and cheetos like spicy cheetos the jalapeno ones so that's my <laughs> two go diet on the trail so what about you what's your trail diet like uh my favorite thing that i brought on the trail is sprouts i have mung beans and lentils that i soak overnight every couple of days and then mm. i rinse them healthy have... <laughs> well it's the one healthy thing i eat a lot of crackers um beef jerky pork jerky lots of jerkies it's probably my favorite thing to snack on throughout the day um, I don't stop to snack like Gulliver does here um, I just keep eating while I walk so I keep it in like an easy access pocket and then I'll cook for lunch sometimes or dinner I don't really care it's whatever I feel in the moment that's cool that's <laughs> cool at least the meat helps for me I haven't mentioned mm-hmm. any meat because I'm following a vegetarian diet on the trail exception with the towns whenever i go to town that's only the mcdonald's somehow i eat chicken burger there but most of the time when i go to a normal restaurant i tr- still try to eat vegetarian food over there you know eat to my heart's content something like vegetarian burger or mexican restaurant and i've only been to one indian restaurant until now i took leah <laughs> along with me yeah is- he went for lunch and dinner but yeah. the rest of us didn't go back for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so try to eat as much as I can in the town so I don't lose weight because I mm-hmm. doubt if I'm eating enough on the trail. Mm-hmm. And after the restaurants, I usually go to a grocery store and buy some fruits like banana, apples, and grapes. Those are my mm-hmm. top fruits to eat in the towns. Yeah, I like to get um, cherry tomatoes and blueberries or maybe blackberries. And then my first stop when I get to town is a latte. Sometimes I sit there and have two lattes. <laughs> That's my priority. And yeah. food, of course, but I'm not as picky there. And I've seen a lot of people taking lots of coffee on the trail as well. But me, oh, I yeah. never drink coffee mm-hmm. at all. I'm not a coffee person. Yeah, I like so. a hot coffee sometimes between lunch and dinner. So that has me bringing my stove out three times. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really nice, especially when it's overcast or the weather's tough. I like some yeah. caffeine in the afternoon. Yeah, I know. I understand it's a big morale boost for a lot of people. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, I don't think my appetite really changed a lot. Maybe it did. I can't really tell because I've been snacking a lot. Most of the calories I consume comes in the form of snacks, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. I would assume I'm still eating like 4,000 calories a day. Well, you count? A uh, <laughs> little bit. <laughs> not exactly but around that yeah. so I don't think my appetite changed a lot but with the hiker hunger I'm really skeptical about it a little bit because I don't think I have the hiker hunger but whenever I go to the towns I eat like crazy 
I keep eating a lot. Yeah, and I always so. say I don't have the hiker hunger, but I say it while I have food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what exactly is hiker hunger, but hey, we're, I have to say I'm hungry most of the time. <laughs> That's the thing. But the food strategy. I haven't really started with any strategy at the mm. beginning. Like that's the only thing where I haven't planned anything at all because you most of the people plan I your boxes? No, I haven't because most of the people who finished the hike before who I met, they recommended not to do any plan because it's one thing I'm leaving from Canada, I can't do any cooking there and then like carry the food along to US. Mm. The other thing is like our appetites change on the trail after a month and mm. then our cravings change as well. I so based on that we change the food. Some of my big meals that I'll get sent to me for Oregon and Washington when the resupply spots don't have big grocery stores like they do in California. Yeah. Um, I got that information from Yogi's book on where to resupply. But for those, I had dehydrated some like big ramen meals and scrambled eggs um, mixed with grain, quinoa, and polenta. So that's your resupply strategy? You send boxes? Yeah, but just dinners. And then... Let okay. my mom and my boyfriend throw in <laughs> whatever snacks they okay. feel. Okay, so it's like both. You send yourself some and then you get Yeah, well, I packed the boxes before I left and left them at my mom's house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She'll add, like, potato chips or whatever. Yeah, that's really nice, actually. I haven't really, like I said again, I haven't really planned any boxes or anything. So, But I have a friend who's helping me for the resupply strategy. She actually sends me a lot of Indian food, which kind of keeps me sane on the trail. <laughs> so apart from that I just buy a few items which based on my cravings whenever I reach a town I buy some snacks or like Cheetos or any other stuff some junk food typically in the grocery stores and I never really send any mail drops myself on the trail for food because my, my friend is helping me out I can just tell her whatever I want and I find it's actually cheaper to do like that than buying food myself here at the grocery store so I'm sticking with that plan for now as long as that it's not a big deal for her and yeah so the uh, only big strategy change I have so far in the past one month is my mm-hmm. breakfast I stopped cooking for the breakfast that's the point I wanted to mention you I burned my pot while cooking oatmeal so I decided not to cook oatmeal mm-hmm. anymore and try to avoid cooking for the lunch as well so that's the only strategy change on apart from that everything else is the same you have any changes in your diet yeah just the opposite <laughs> i uh started cooking oatmeal before i started packing up my camp so then i feel like i can have a hot breakfast um but i still like it ends at the same time so if i cook first and then start packing it ends about the same time whereas I was not cooking oatmeal early because I didn't want to pack up and then have a hot meal and take forever before I left camp. <laughs> so right I'm now kind it's of taking doing forever. Both now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it from my side. Kartik and Adenla signing off. Thank you very much. Hello there, it is Carjack here, uh, also known as Laura in the real world, and I am recording from mile 566.5 in Tehachapi in Southern California. Um, I'm a little bit late recording this, I apologize, but I'm about day 43 right now, and I am going to talk today about 
food and diet on the trail. And this is probably the favorite topic of any through hiker. Um, I think we spend more time talking about food than pretty much anything else. Um, whether we're on the trail or in town, we're talking about what other people are eating, what we want to eat, what we're going to eat. Um, just exchanging notes about how much we're eating. And, uh, yeah, we, it's pretty much nonstop. And so I've got lots to say about this topic. Um, I was actually quite concerned about diet before I got out on trail. I, um, I'm not like a, I'm not a naturally very thin person. I'm sort of like a average build, but I didn't want to lose a ton of weight just for performance reasons. I wanted to be able to, um, you know, sustain my energy and strength throughout the trail. So I had consulted with a dietitian who specializes in endurance athletes. Uh, she lives down at you know, down in Portland, but we did a Skype consultation and she gave me some really good guidelines about how to maximize performance and what amount of food I should be eating, what types of food I should be eating, and just help me strategize some typical days on the trail. And so that has been a huge help for me and I've incorporated a lot of her suggestions. I haven't always done it 100%, but I have um, definitely been more mindful about nutrition than I think a lot of the other people that I hike with. And like, that's fine too. They're all hiking at the same speed as me. There's one guy I'm hiking with who literally eats nothing but peanut butter and tortillas. And he's got like some sort of spreadsheet about how many calories worth of peanut butter and tortillas he needs based on how many miles he's hiking and so he's he's making that work for him and and good for him but I um I definitely cannot eat the same thing every day I get sick of food really fast so I need a lot of variety and um I just you know wanted to make sure that I wasn't gonna be malnourished while I'm out here so um on a typical day on the trail I usually start the day um, with a green powder um, amazing grass is the one that I use and I soak it overnight with chia seeds and so I pretty much do that every night so then in the morning it's sitting right at my tent door and I'm kind of forced to drink it because if I leave it until the morning then I don't typically drink it so I do it at night and then I definitely drink it in the morning and then I also have some um, complete protein shakes that I also got from Amazing Grass and I try to have those in the morning I'm less consistent with those and I'm getting a bit sick of them so I don't know if I'll be able to continue as much with those but I, I do feel better on the days that I eat the protein shakes so I'm going to try to make myself continue. Um, so that's kind of my breakfast. And then I immediately move into snacks. And I started out with about four to five, four or five snacks a day that I would just keep in my hip belt. So I'd start with my first snack, uh, you know, an hour or two into the day. And then usually by lunch, I'm getting pretty hungry. And because I'm in the desert right now, I tend to take longer lunch breaks. So I'm usually really hot and tired when I first get to a shady spot for lunch. But after a bit of sitting there, I'm ready to eat something. So I actually do end up cooking my lunch most days. I know later in the trail when I'm doing bigger miles and not stopping so long for lunch, I probably will be doing more like tortillas and wraps and things that are quick. But I usually make like couscous or ramen or something like that for lunch. Um, I also carry like a big gallon Ziploc bag of stuff that I add to my food um, to add calories or nutrition. So I have a little bottle of olive oil that I refill when I'm in town. Um, I have like Parmesan cheese. I have uh, whole milk powder, hemp hearts, chia seeds. Um, I have some salt and pepper. Um, 
I also now carry a Ziploc bag with a couple packages of the instant mashed potatoes in it. And I actually add that to a lot of things. Like if I'm making ramen, I'll just add it like, you know, a quarter of a package of instant mashed potatoes to thicken it up. So it's sort of like a thicker soup. I started out eating mashed potatoes just plain and I'm so sick of them. I can never, I don't think I'll be able to do that again, but I actually really do like just adding the mashed potatoes to other things to thicken them up. Um, So that bag of goodies is has actually been really working out for me and it helps me add more calories and and taste to the food that I'm eating um and then after lunch more snacks of course and then dinner um I usually do again ramen usually for dinner I do two packages of ramen or like a nor pasta side or rice side sometimes macaroni and cheese or for a treat I have some uh of these good to go backpacker meals they have a risotto that I love and a Mexican quinoa bowl that I love they're a bit more expensive so I don't have them that often but when I do have them they're a huge treat and they're better than any other backpacker food I've tried um so that's sort of my typical day on the trail I have been absolutely starving and eating more snacks than I expected so I think it was about a week ago I sat down for my first break of the day at about 10 o'clock and I just ate all my snacks for the day and I just couldn't stop myself and then by my next break I was eating I'd eaten all the next day snacks and I think by the next break I'd eaten all the next day snacks so I just was going snack crazy and I sat down and kind of recalculated my calories and nutrition um, using an app that the nutritionist had suggested and I realized that it was actually about a thousand to fifteen hundred calories deficient every day compared to what I was burning I kind of miscalculated so um, I on this resupply that I've done now I've got about 2,000 calories a day of just snacks Uh, I've supplemented with a lot of chips and a lot of Oreos and a lot of other things too bars and stuff so um, hopefully that'll help me not be so starving I think Um, you know, we talk all the time about hiker hunger and I've felt like I've had that since the beginning. Um, I've been dreaming about food and when I get to a restaurant or something, I order huge amounts of food, but I actually haven't been able to eat as much as my brain wants to eat. So it's only been about the last weeks and I'm about, I'm almost at week six. So, um, it's been a month or so of before the hiker hunger really hit, but now it has, and now I actually just cannot stop eating it's almost like no matter how much I eat I still don't feel full um and then there's getting to town so I've been getting to to towns about every week or so and starting about a day or two out of town all I can think about is orange juice I have developed a complete orange juice obsession and uh, so I dream about it and the first thing I do is get you know, a half gallon of orange juice and try to drink it all as quickly as possible. And then, you know, other typical high calorie foods that we eat, like pizza and burgers. Um, in Tehachapi, where I am now, it's a bit of a bigger town. They have like a really good Thai restaurant. So that was great to have something different. I'm hoping to go for Japanese food today. Um, so yeah, um, the only thing about my nutritional strategy that it makes it a little trickier is because I'm doing the green powder and the protein shakes, 
um, and adding things like chia seeds. Those things aren't always available in town. So I have had those things being mailed to me. Um, otherwise, I've been able to resupply mostly in grocery stores, but just supplementing with the, um, the extra nutritional things, which has worked out so far, but we'll see how it goes down the trail. So that's, um, yeah, what I want to say about diet. And um, I'm going to do another recording now to try to catch up because I, I am quite behind on my recordings. And sorry, Zach, but I'm having an awesome time. Um, it's absolutely a great experience and I'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks. Bye. Backpacker Radio. Um, this is Julie. Um, I am talking to you um, from Big Bear Lake, California. It's mile 266 on the PCT. Um, this is day 23 for me, and um, I officially have a trail name. My trail name is Archimedes. Um, it was given to me because of my background teaching math, and um, I've said some very mathy things in the last couple of days here in Big Bear. So one of the other hikers was like, you need to be Archimedes. So I like it. It's kind of a nod to my nerdy side. Um, so I'm a big fan. Um, so today I'm going to um, just kind of talk to you guys a little bit about my diet and what I'm eating on the trail and how that's working out. Um, first of all, you should know I don't have any diet restrictions. Um, but um, there are lots of vegetarians and vegan hikers, I've noticed. And they um, have honestly given me some great ideas of ways to get protein and stuff on the trail because obviously like fresh meat isn't an option. So that's been really cool. Um, so um, if you are vegan or vegetarian, my, my thoughts may not be that helpful, um, but just know that it's really common out here and that's definitely not a reason not to through hike. Um, so for resupply, I have done some boxes. I think I have a total of four boxes being sent to California. So not that many. Um, I had one sent to Warner Springs and um, then I'm having one sent to Hiker Heaven. Um, but otherwise, I've been resupplying in grocery stores and that's been working just fine. Uh, I totally agree with the people who say that don't do too many because your taste will change on the trail. That's already happened for me. Like the things I thought I'd wanna eat are not the things I wanna eat. So um, just keep that in mind when you're doing your resupply strategy. So um, I'll just, I'm gonna kinda go through like what I eat during the day. Um, I've stopped cooking for breakfast. Uh, I used to cook, um, and do like oatmeal and coffee and hot chocolate. And I've stopped all that because um, I just don't like to waste the time. Um, I also don't like to use the fuel. So I just prefer to do something quick. Like a lot of times I'll leave camp before I even eat breakfast and then just like eat in, during my first break or like um, if I want to walking. So for breakfast, I've been doing a lot of bars. Um, I try to stick to something with like protein and some nutrition. You know, not just like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't caved and bought pop tarts yet. Um, I've done Belvitas and I've done like the almond butter, Nature Valley bars and stuff like that. So um, that's breakfast. Um, for lunch, I've been doing one of my favorite things is bean burritos. So you take a tortilla and you slather on some Frito Lay hot bean dip and um, some hot sauce. And if you have like some cheese packed out, I only like cheese packed out when it's cold. Um, but we have had some cold weather, so sometimes I have cheese. And then you roll it all up in it. Oh, and then, oh, don't forget the most important part. The most important part is like the, you have to have Fritos to give it some crunch. Um, it's really good, and that's been my go-to. Um, for lunch, I've also done PB&J on tortillas. Uh, I've done tuna, lots of tuna. Um, they also have like chicken packets by the tuna, and those are pretty good. And then I also eat dried fruit a lot for lunch. I like dried mangoes and dried um, apricots. 
So, and then for dinner, I cook for dinner. So I do sometimes like I'll splurge and do like a mountain house meal or back pantry's pantry, or I'll just do like north sides. Um, I have caved and started eating ramen. I know it's terrible for you, but sometimes you just want like really salty. I don't know, it's good. Like you want something warm and salty. Um, so an interesting thing is that, um, you know, in my like normal life, I really like chocolate. I don't know, I don't know if I really like it, but I like it. And one of my favorite things is Nutella, and I thought I'd want to eat that all the time. Um, and actually, since I've been on trail, nothing chocolate has even seemed remotely good. I've actually, like, in the hiker box, I got at Warner Springs, not the hiker box, the resupply box, I gave all my chocolate away. Um, I don't know why, it just, I don't want to eat it. It was, like, sinking to the bottom of my food bag. Um, so that's weird. For the first two weeks, I had a really hard time making myself eat on trail. I just had no appetite. And I think this is normal, um, but it was definitely affecting my energy level. I was feeling really, really fatigued. And part of it was just my body adjusting to the hiking, but it was also because I wasn't giving it enough calories. So that's gotten better um, now in the third week. Um, I definitely ate better this week. Um, in town, um, as far as what I eat in town, uh, the answer is everything. Uh, everything, like all the food. Um, I actually had today, let's see, what did I have today? I had pancakes at Big Bear Hostel, which was awesome. And then I went out for Indian food for lunch. And then I think we're going out for, I'm going out for pizza with some other hikers. Um, I do crave salads and fresh stuff. Like I just got a piece of apple from another hiker and it was like glorious. So again, I mean, I know other people have said that and it's definitely true. You, you, you know, I don't think I've ever craved a salad before in my life, but definitely on trail you want fresh stuff. Um, but it is fun in town to, to kind of make up for the calorie deficit. Um, and, you know, this is a weird concept for me. I've, I've always been overweight. I, you know, I, I was big when I was born. And, and ever since I was probably about seven, I've been very aware that I'm bigger than other girls and that I'm overweight. So, I mean, for as long as I can remember, I have always had to watch what I eat. You know, I didn't eat carbs. I didn't, you know, I, if I ate, like, there was a lot of guilt associated with eating, you know, pizza and burgers. And so it is really liberating right now that this is kind of the first time in my life where I'm not concerned about that at all. I am concerned about nutrition and trying to get vitamins and nutrients in my body, but I'm not worried at all about eating too many calories because I've already lost some weight um, and I just, I don't have to because I'm burning so many calories when I hike. So that is a really cool thing um, and a totally different experience for me, you know, that I've never really had. So that's cool. Um, so that's really all I have for you guys about diet. Um, the last time I reported, I, I mentioned that I was really kind of struggling with the social side of things and I still am a little, but it's definitely getting better. Um, I'm meeting more people. And so, you know, it's hard because you camp with people and then the next day you camp with someone else because, you know, they, you do different mileage and stuff, but it's getting to the point now where I know enough people around me that I, you know, I, I'm, I see people I know and, and, it, and you're starting to like kind of make some relationships. So, um, definitely need to give it, you know, more time. I think it's going to continue to get better over time, but, uh, that's been kind of cool. Someone told me yesterday that, um, they had done the AT and they said that, you know, in the AT, those things happen really fast because the, the shelters kind of group people together. And he said, you know, it, it's, it's been surprising to him on the PCT that that process has taken a little bit longer. So that's actually the topic for our next, um, recording. So I'll, I'll leave it at that, but, um, okay. Well, I hope you guys are having a great day and, um, I will talk to you down the trail. Okay, the last assignment I am doing from this bathroom while I'm soaking my feet at Epsom salt is 
my diet. Yes, we are, I think, 15 to 18 days. I don't know. I guess, like, we've been hiking for 18 days. We've taken three days off. So, like, 18 days, 19 days. I don't know what day we're at. We're in Big Bear. We're at mile 266 on the PCT. And let me tell you something right now. I am freaking hungry all the time, okay? I wake up in the morning. I usually have a Pop-Tart or some type of, like, I'm never hungry in the morning. Never have been a breakfast person unless it was a McGriddle because that shit can bring me back to life. Any McDonald's sandwich or breakfast sandwich from like a fast food place can really turn it out for me. But this entree, I'm just like not hungry in the morning. So I literally have to gag down something because you exude some, so much energy in the morning that like when you start hiking, you have nothing in your stomach. You just get really hungry and you get fatigued and you can't walk. So learn that about the hard way on day two. Because I'm just like not hungry. I'm like, I just want to start walking. Like, let me get my pack, pack my shit and start going. But you need to eat something. So I've been like choking down like bars and Pop-Tarts and like honey buns and shit. Like, I'm just trying to find something that I can scarf down. I'm now going to carry like a little Gatorade bottle that I can make those instant breakfast protein shakes. I've been carrying them since mile one, but I haven't had anything to make them in. And I don't want to make them in my pot because that's just like more stuff I have to clean in my pot. So I'm going to carry a little Gatorade bottle to um, shake up those protein things in the morning. And I think that that will help me because it tastes like chocolate milk and it's delicious. So I'm gonna go with that. For lunch, I started with like PB&Js on tortillas with um, protein granola, which have been good, but they're kind of messy and they're heavy. The jelly and the peanut butter is heavy. So I'm switching to um, cheese tortillas with Doritos and salami on them. I know it sounds disgusting, but again, anything, any flavor mixed together, already i already feel the hiker hunger coming on i like walk into a town and i start eating um and i think about food a lot in cabazon we went to um, my friend annie picked us up shout out to annie and we went to chipotle then we went back to her dad's house and then we went to in and out and then we went to her sister's apartment and then we ordered chipotle at night yes that's two chipotles in one day and one in and out it was delicious thought about packing out a burrito too so those have been my lunches um and then Dinners have been either like ramen, mashed potatoes, a mountain house meal, anything like that. Kind of like your basic through hiking stuff. Um, uh, my friends who did the AT have taught me about like crushing up the chips and eating them with a spoon because that way you don't get your hands dirty and you can like add in as flavor and stuff. So I bought some Fritos and I'm going to do that on this next stretch. But I'm excited about the food. I feel like I'm getting, I like bought avocados to hike out. I bought apples. I need to get way better at snacking. Because, like, I, like, drink a bunch of water, which is good, but then I realize that I don't have anything in my stomach for calories to burn, so I'm just, like, tired, and I just feel like my stamina is not down. So I'm going to start eating a lot more on trail in hopes that um, I get a little bit better at that, because right now I don't feel like I'm doing that good of a job, and I feel like I need to. So that's been, like, kind of my diet. Um, I've pooped outside twice. I know that sounds crazy around day 15 you only put it outside twice, but there's been a lot of like privies and pit toilets that I've been able to, and like towns that we've been in that I've been able to uh, properly poop. Uh, first time, I, I've like pooped outside before. I pooped outside twice before coming out on this trail, which isn't a lot. And so I'm like nervous about it because bowel movements for me are a little bit dicey. Okay, not to get TMI, but that's how it goes around here. And so when I was nervous to poop outside, and then the first time didn't really go well. Um, but like I was like, you know, it was my first time. Like, it was okay. Second time went amazing. It was 32 degrees. We were by that little cabin uh, right before Big Bear. I was feeling amazing. Had mashed potatoes for dinner. It went so well. I was so happy. So I'm like, that's like good, good juju going forward is knowing that I can like successfully feel good about pooping in the woods. So that's about my diet. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to like 
I've had mac and cheese a lot on trail, but again, it just dirties your pot. I'm trying to think of like ways that I can cook meals where I don't have to make my pot so dirty because everyone knows that cleaning your pot is literally a bitch. So I'm working on that. Um, obviously in a perfect world, I would just have like mountain houses on lock, but like no one, no one got that in their budget. No one's got that going on. So yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I'm feeling great about everything that's happening so far with my diet but yeah I just need to snack more I need to um get better at cleaning my pot um and like finding things that like I look forward to eating at the end of the day you know because like also I don't know about you guys I when I like work out I don't want to like eat right away you know I just want to like go to bed or like I want to just like chill like I don't feel like every time I work out I'm like hungry so like at the end of the day at dinner time I don't feel like I'm starving that much you know but I definitely feel like and these next couple miles, like a couple hundred miles, like the hiker hunger is going to hit hard. And it already kind of has. Um, Kool-Aid in our trail family, he's eaten everything left and right. So, and I like vibe with that. I'm like, damn, yeah, that does look good. So I think that I'll eat more as time goes on. But yeah, I just need my feet to get better to focus on anything. Like I just, my feet have been taking up so much of my time, so much of my energy that it's been like hard for me to like, hang out with people and like get to know others and like I feel like I'm doing a decent job but I can't wait to like fully immerse myself in this culture once these puppies are healed and I am a full-blown healthy woman again I'm a man but you know gender isn't real but yeah that's me um I'm hot take I'm eating good out here um I haven't gotten into like the snickers and the skittles and the snacks yet that was, that stuff doesn't do it for me. Like, if there was, like, a piece of cake and, like, a burger, I'd eat the burger, you know? I'm more savory than sweet. So, like, Doritos kind of get me going over, like, a Snickers. So, we'll see how that, like, changes and stuff over time. We're going to get to the McDonald's on trail soon, and we're going to do the McDonald's challenge, which I'm pretty lit about. But, yeah, more updates to come on that. Um, I'm Hot Take. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Fifty Shades of Pale. Love y'all. Can't wait to talk to you more. Sorry these have been late. Sorry I've been um, non-responsive. But I'm my service, we like get to a spot where everyone has service, check my service, nothing. T-Mobile, what you doing? Where your towers at? Where your service at? Where my LTE at? <laughs> okay. T-Mobile, I know you're not listening, but okay. Signing off, hot take, see ya. Hey guys, this is Allison. This is Eric. We're checking in at mile 389.1, Two. 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 I believe, going north okay. on the PCT. And today we're talking about what foods we're eating on the trail and in town. So we're actually cooking dinner right now. So what you got cooking? I got some mac and cheese, um, some Annie's mac and cheese. But I'm gonna put some fresh spinach in there that I packed out. We were just in town yesterday. So, still have some fresh spinach and some tuna in my mac and cheese. How long can you make your spinach last for? Um, a while, half a box, three days. Three days, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I don't push it that far. I, <laughs> I have my Talenti jar and it actually fits, one Talenti jar fits half a package of spinach almost perfectly. So I might end up cooking all of it tonight, we'll see. So you can cold soak. Yeah, so I could start cold soaking my oatmeal in it, Yeah, which is what we do for breakfast, but um, 
And in addition to my spinach, I got ramen. I got serrano pepper that I pack out. I just slice it up, adds a little spice. It's pretty good. Um, and today, it's usually not this healthy, but for dessert, got an orange and some blueberries, which we're also gonna share with the others that we're That's eating with tonight. somewhere, yeah. Yeah, you've been packing out blueberries for a while. So I think we have like a pretty healthy diet. Uh, would you say yours has changed at all along um, the way? Well, we both went in trying not to eat too much sugar, but the abundance of sugar on the trail is just crazy so to start with. Um, I'm slicing a serrano pepper right now, so if I'm a little distracted, that's why. <laughs> but so I noticed I was eating a ton of sugar to start with and slowly I've been trying to kind of pack more vegetables and fruit out instead and kind of focusing on that. But I still have M&Ms, uh, chocolate bar, stuff like that. And yeah. the protein cookies, which have a lot of sugar in it too. But yeah, but we don't have any of like the typical candy, like the gummy worms or for the most like part. That. Yeah, yeah. We're just given that by other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to do less sugar too. I gotta pour my pasta in. And this might be a loud. Uh, in town, we typically either we I think we have 14 resupply boxes coming in at various. Wait till Allison's done pouring her macaroni. <laughs> we have 14 resupply boxes coming in, which I think is a little over average of what people are doing. And those contain like vegetable powders, coffee, uh, oatmeal, chia seeds. Stuff that's like going to be harder to find on the trail. Yeah. Um, and then we also resupply at the grocery stores so far, which um, in Southern California, you have Idlewild, um, Wrightwood, and Big Bear, all of which have decent grocery store resupplies along the way and other places. So, yeah. Um, good opportunities for fruit and whatnot. So, yeah, lots of fresh veggies. Haven't had to do any convenience store resupplies so far yet, which is good. Yeah, I think all I bought was tortillas, which is what I do for lunch is tortillas and peanut butter and a protein bar and other various miscellaneous items I guess yeah and like we said earlier we just cold soak oatmeal for breakfast and I'll do a protein bar and then we'll add tuna packets and salmon packets to dinner to get protein in those yep um how has your appetite changed has it changed at all I thought it did like I there was like a day or two that I was super hungry I thought oh no the hunger has hit but it hasn't come back. So I don't think the hiker hunger has hit for me. I'm eating the normal amount of food that I would normally eat. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've noticed that like uh, my interval of being hungry hasn't changed, but the amount of food I eat at my meals has changed. Oh. So that's kind of interesting. We'll see how it goes uh, further on. Um, and Yeah, hopefully mine doesn't hit too soon because I'm already carrying way too much food. So rather not carry anymore because my, my food bag is like most of my pack. Yeah, it, it's incredible <laughs> how much the food bag weighs. Like coming out of town, you're just like, no way. Yeah. And so like your first day out on the trail, you're eating all your snacks and stuff to get the weight down. Just to get the weight down. <laughs> yeah, not even because you're hungry. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I got to eat my food. Okay. I have two food bags right now. Okay. Got to get it down to one. Yeah, I can help out. All right. All right. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.
Hey there, everybody. This is Angie uh, Siren, checking in from Wrightwood, California. I'm at a Trail Angel's house, and it is day 35 for me. Uh, I decided to take a zero here in Wrightwood. That wasn't planned. Um, we stayed with, with Rich uh, last night with a very large group of other people, um, and it turned out to be a pretty hectic Nero. So when everybody moved out this morning, realized maybe we should take a day to rest and chill out. And this town is fantastic, so we're sticking around for another day. Uh, but today I'm going to talk to you about food. Um, you know, a basic day of food for me starts with cold-soaked oatmeal in the morning. Um, I started the trail by using just the little packets of flavored oatmeal and have changed to getting bigger packages of rolled oats and then mixing in packages of oatmeal or granola or um, like flavored pecans, you know, things to sort of flavor it up. Uh, it's cheaper that way and I can eat more <laughs> that way. Uh, and yeah, I usually cold soak that the night before, wake up and it's ready. And... Uh, then I eat one to two protein bars a day, usually take it out of my fanny pack at about 10 o'clock while I'm walking. And I started with Cliff Bars, um, Nature's Path Bars. They're good. They've got uh, plant protein. They're higher in protein than a lot of other bars. And some Luna Bars. And once I got on trail, somebody gave me a Gatorade cliff not cliff bar gatorade protein bar uh and it's got 20 grams of protein and it's freaking delicious so i've started picking up those and you know some other random stuff i've tried along the way um and then for lunch i usually will eat cold soaked ramen and i'll throw if i have um dehydrated black beans i'll throw those in or just like a handful of a sweet and spicy trail mix and if I'm still hungry, then I will make myself a peanut butter tortilla. And if I've got it, I will throw um, jelly or jam on it. If I can pack out little packets of those jams from restaurants, then that's what I'll use. Um, I do want to find a better way to pack out jam because the jar is too heavy and I don't trust myself to put it into a baggie. I feel like it's a recipe for disaster. Um, I think I'm going to run into the hardware store this afternoon. They've got some plastic uh, bottles there that might work really well. Um, and the hardware store in Wrightwood is fantastic. This town is super hiker-friendly. We got dropped off yesterday by a trail runner um, outside Jensen's, the food store, and we're, we're just immediately greeted by um, this woman giving out PCT Class of 2019 stickers and asking us if we had any questions and welcoming us to town, and it was just very cool. This is a very cool place. Um, anyway, so that's my lunch, and dinners are usually a variety of pasta sides, rice sides. Um, I've had some couscous. Sometimes I wrap that stuff up in a tortilla. Um, I was eating quinoa in the beginning, but the stuff that I'd bought ahead of time just took way too long to cook and the flavor wasn't very good. And so I just didn't like it. Um, wasn't happy with it. I did find some quick cooking quinoa in a store in Big Bear. Uh, so I bought that and that's worked out better. And I bought some vegetable bouillon to go with it. Um, and let's see, Norm makes these um, 
these new like select sides that are really tasty but unfortunately I've only found them in one store uh, but but I'm essentially trying to find stuff that's light now just trying to pack as light as possible uh, because my pack is not light not light at all um, I think the not much has changed since my attack in the beginning um, I am doing a fair amount of resupply boxes um, my sister is a rock star and she is making it all happen. And I did prepack about 11 boxes, but she's had to do a fair amount of, uh, of shopping for me. And I sincerely appreciate it. So thank you, Cassie, and to my family for helping. Um, and I'm doing a little bit of shopping in towns. Um, resupplying, although it's more time consuming in the beginning to pack all the boxes, it's really nice on trail to not have to worry about whether or not a store is going to have what you want or whether or not it's going to be like extremely expensive, which is very possible. Um, so I would say I'm kind of right down the middle on what's better. I'm a vegetarian, which was a concern of mine before I started. So resupplying with boxes was important to make sure I was getting some stuff that I needed. Um, but so far it's been kind of a mix of getting boxes and going to stores. Um, and what else has changed? I had to up my fiber intake, so um, I just, I guess I wasn't really looking at the numbers, just based on how I felt. Um, so I started buying wheat tortillas, or like the veggie, like spinach tortillas, instead of uh, just plain white flour tortillas. And I started um, carrying fiber gummies, which are actually really freaking heavy, so I'm just trying to carry it like 10 or 12 at a time. Um... And then the quinoa, you know, switching up. Uh, other than that, I've picked up different kinds of snacks because I found that I want to snack on trail. Like, I want something exciting. I was a couple days where I carried a bag of Cheetos, but that really zaps my energy. I can't do Pop-Tarts. I tried. I can't and don't want to do Snickers. Um, they don't actually taste that good to me, and I feel like garbage when I'm done. Uh, I sort of told myself I wasn't going to have a single Snickers on trail. And then in Warner Springs, somebody who had way too much food in a resupply box was giving them away. So I took a ginormous bite of one and was like, nope, I don't, I don't want this. Um, so I've mostly stayed away from that. Um, I did buy a packet of gummy snakes to take out with me when we leave tomorrow because somebody gave me one the other day and it was like the best thing I've ever eaten. That's <laughs> amazing. So, um... Yeah, so I did break down and buy gummy worms. Um, but how has my appetite changed? I am getting hungrier. I don't know that I would say I have hiker hunger, although I did tear my way through a bunch of McDonald's breakfast in Cajon Pass. I mean, it was impressive. I don't eat McDonald's in my life, um, and so this was just... I spent 20 bucks on McDonald's breakfast. I ate a lot of food, and it was a miserable day hiking out after that in the heat, so I learned my lesson. Then I think the only other two major changes are that I don't really drink soda at home. And there have been a few occasions where there's been a soda left or a trail angel offers one and I take it and it's awesome. And beer. I don't drink a lot at home. I especially don't drink beer. And um, I have consumed more beer on this trail than I think I've consumed in my entire life. 
very few times in my life have I had a beer and it, and it's been like, that is exactly what I needed. And that has happened a few times on this trail. There's been some celebration beers, some summit beers, just some, you know, we meet new people and have a beer and I've accepted and you know, I'm trying to step outside of my comfort zone and and I've been very surprised. So one of my group members um, packed out four beers from Idlewild. He carried them up Devil's Slide to celebrate our three weeks on trail. And uh, what a champ, because that's not light. <laughs> that was definitely a special moment. So, um, you know, the only other thing really is to talk about just craving fresh food when you get into town. Um, you know, I'm trying to do my best to eat well on trail, but it's not, it's not easy and it's not perfect. And if we're out on trail for many, many, many days, by the time we get near town, I'm just feeling low energy and grumpy and my digestion probably isn't awesome. And, um, and I immediately want to rush to get, you know, fresh fruit and veggies. Um, I consume a lot of eggs in my real life my real life what does that mean at home and uh, it's not really possible to get eggs on trail I tried powdered eggs didn't like them at all so um, so when I get into town if it's possible for me to you know make my own then I'm doing that and if I have any left over then I've been hard boiling them Um, I haven't kept them more than a day and a half or so and it's now starting to get really really hot so uh, not going to keep them for too long but uh, that's my food consumption for now and I'll uh, be excited to see how it changes. Listen, if you end up in Wrightwood, you've got to go to Cinnamon's and get a breakfast burrito because they are phenomenal. This town is fantastic. Really fantastic. So anyway, uh, this is Siren signing out. Bye. What's up, Trekkers? This is Dosu coming at you from Creed, Colorado. It's day 31 of my through hike. I am, tomorrow's going to be my one month anniversary for starting the CDT. I've been working on doing the high route from uh, the Colorado border to the Creed cutoff where I came down here into Creed. Pretty rough up there, getting a little bit sketch with the snow cornices melting. Anyways, today I'm going to talk about what I've been eating on trail. Typically for breakfast, I've been eating those Lenny and Larry cookies. They're pretty good. They have 16 grams of protein in them. And uh, a a cookie is about 200 er, calories per serving. And there's two servings per cookie, so that's 400 calories. Then during the day, I eat a lot of protein bars, not like the crappy ones you get from Cliff Bar, but the ones that you get from the pharmacy section of grocery stores, ones that are more designed for like bodybuilding, because rebuilding the body is pretty important to me. I'll also eat a lot of candy bars lately. Uh, The sugar helps get me some fast energy when I'm hiking up through the snow. Typically, I don't end up cooking until uh, nighttime when I'm going to bed. I try to only cook once a day, which lets me use uh, my gas more sparingly 
and gives me more time for hiking, which is why I'm able to get the bigger miles during the week. When I do cook, it's oftentimes instant mashed potatoes mixed with a tuna packet. Uh, I like the Idahoan mashed potatoes, a bunch of different varieties. Mix it with a tuna packet or a chicken packet, it's pretty good. Or I'll use ramens and mix the tuna in with that. also like getting the mac and cheese from, uh, from Pastaroni and then taking a little bit of instant mashed potatoes to thicken it up. Uh, makes it pretty good. When I was in the desert, I definitely used more water because you were able to actually find water. Um, when I was in the color, uh, CDT high route, wasn't really able to find water. I always had to melt the snow to be able to get it. So that caused me to not really want to cook dinners too much because having to boil that snow to get it so that I can actually use it was a big pain in the butt, especially at really cold temperatures at over 12,000 feet. Right now I've ended up uh, losing all the fat that I had intentionally put on before the trail. Now I got six-pack abs and the hiker hunkers definitely kicked in. So when I get to town, I'm usually pigging out. One of the biggest things I've been eating is a lot of cereal. I'll come into town and get a gallon of milk uh, full of protein and fat, calories, just kill a whole box of cereal or a big bag of malto meal. Also a big fan of cheese and crackers. I like sharp cheddar cheese with those cracked pepper and olive oil triscuits. My appetite's definitely changed since my hiker hunger kicked in, uh, craving a lot more fattier foods. Yesterday when I got into Creed, they had an all-you-could-eat taco buffet, which was amazing. As far as uh, the, sh the shopping versus shipping boxes, I prefer to shop if at all possible. Some locations, there's not been an area for me to shop, so like Toaster House and Ghost Ranch, I've had to send food there. But typically it's cheaper, even in a bad situation, uh, to buy food where you're at versus paying for the shipping cost and worrying about if your package is going to get there or not. My main goal when picking out my food is trying to get as much calories as possible. Uh, I like to do 100 calories per ounce minimum for my food. Uh, after that, I try to make sure that I can have a lot of fast grab-and-go snacks so that it doesn't take me a long time to have to sit around and wait for. I can just eat and go or eat while I keep moving. Oftentimes I'll eat my heavier food uh, at the beginning and then work towards my lighter foods towards the end. So instant mashed potatoes and tuna before, I, right as I get out of town, and then towards the end I'd eat the ramens. And getting into town is usually where I just gorge and make sure that I try to replenish as much as possible. And that's basically my food strategy. Well, I better get going. The Bruins are about to start playing in the playoffs. They're going to whoop some ass again. So I got to go watch that game, but have a good night, guys. Well, hello, friends. This is Sarah Duma. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And I'm in Cuba!
No, not Cuba and the Caribbean, but Cuba, New Mexico. I've been on trail now for about one month and uh, almost made it through the state of New Mexico. Anyhow, today we are talking about diet and food. Food is one of the top three conversations hikers love to have, the other two being gear and pooping. So, food on the trail. I see that as fuel. I'm not so picky about what I eat as long as it's high calorie and it's going to power me up big mountains and uh, keep me warm at night. So I eat pretty much the same thing every day. Uh, in the morning, I like to hike about three miles or one hour and then I'll eat a bar and then um, I'll just snack continuously throughout the day until dinner. So I'm snacking on stuff like macadamia nuts because they're super high in fat. Uh, uh, smokehouse almonds, I love those. I like candy, I like uh, Mike and Ike's, I like hot tamales, I like the peanut butter M&M's because they have more calories than the regular M&M's. And um, just whenever I'm hungry, I put food in my mouth. Simple as that, I have no set break schedule. Don't need that nonsense. Just, uh, just fuel your body when you feel like you need to. And then when I get to camp, that's when I have like my big meal and I eat the same thing every single day and that is instant mashed potatoes. Uh, some people say, oh, you're a cold soaker because I don't have a stove. Well, I'm not even really a cold soaker. I'm just a mashed potato eater. Uh, mashed potatoes, they don't need to soak. In 30 seconds, you're done. And so I just have a Ziploc bag with a portion of mashed potatoes, pour in that water, mix it up, put it in my mouth. Uh, I'll add stuff to it. I like adding uh, crunchy things like uh, corn chips or Doritos because those are high in fat and they're nice and salty. Uh, sometimes I add in meat like tuna or pepperoni uh, or cheese. Um, uh, and if I'm really, really fancy, I can add in some spice mix like uh, Longshanks, one of my buddies on the trail, he gave me some burrito spice mix and that with the uh, mashed potatoes was out of this world. So uh, I like eating mashed potatoes because I can do it easily inside my tent. So if it's raining or if it's cold, I can get settled under my quilt, be happy as a clam, and uh, <laughs> mow down on those taters. Um, uh, other than that, uh, sometimes I'll pick up some fancy stuff from the hiker box, but really uh, it's, just, it's just snacks. And I don't have really a lot of resupply boxes. I do have a bounce box. So when I pick up my bounce box in town, I have some extra uh, snacks and bars in there. Oh, and another big thing that I need to have is drink mix. So I like um, the caffeinated crystal light. I like the noon tablets, the electrolyte tablets with caffeine. And I also like the Gatorade Propel. I find uh, those drink mixes can give me uh, a bigger boost of energy than just food alone. And I don't think I'd be able to get through the desert section without the electrolytes, that's for sure. So most of my calories actually comes from towns. People are often surprised that I eat so little on the trail and I'm able to make the miles. But when I get to town, that's when it goes down. Um, and then I would say over 50% of my town calories, that comes from, as I open one up right now, beer. Now, beer is hydrating to a point. I wouldn't just rely on that solely for hydration, but uh, I'm a, I'd say I'm a, I'm a professional, so 
I'm happy pounding back, you know, uh, six, eight, ten dozen beers uh, every day in town. No problemo. I love beer. I love craft beer. When I was on the PCT, I went to uh, over 40 craft breweries, um, had a great time. You know, this is my through hike. I'm going to do it my way. Some people have criticized me on my YouTube channel saying, hey, less ales, more trails. Uh, kind of catchy, but um, yeah, hiking is uh, number one for me. And then number two is enjoying all this beer. Mm. So I've just had a sip of a beer from Marble Brewing Company, a Mexican style lager. Uh, it's kind of it's, it's, it's nice. Um, so Marble Brewing Company is from Albuquerque. So if I didn't do the CDT, I didn't do this trail, I wouldn't have a chance to try this uh, great beer. Uh, so uh, coming up in northern New Mexico, there's going to be more and more snow sections. So I'm going to be carrying a little bit extra food because I think I'm going to be cold at night. And if you're cold at night, you just need to eat some protein and you'll usually be comfier. Uh, also, when I'm in town, I always pick up bananas and yogurt. That's my go-to, bananas and yogurt. That's what I crave. And my first meal in town always includes some kind of veggies. So a big green salad. Uh, like my dream scenario would be that big salad that Elaine loved in Seinfeld. Like if I could get that every trail town, pff, it would just totally, totally blow my mind. So um, other people who are on the CDT, um, I would say half and half are using a stove at this point. But I think as we get into the snow, more people are going to have their stoves sent out to them because they're going to have to uh, maybe be melting snow even for water. But um, the uh, Colorado is a shit show right now. <laughs> it is full of snow. A uh, whole bunch of people who are trying to get through are turning back. The only people who are really getting through are doing it uh, on skis. I'm not a skier. That's not going to be happening. So I'll probably be um, doing a flip up to Wyoming to the Great Basin, which is also more deserty hiking stuff. But I'm, I'm not sure. Um, with my weight, I'd say I lost about 10 pounds this month, uh, which is about normal for me when I start a through hike. I try not to lose too much weight because then I'm afraid I'm losing like power and muscle and that kind of thing. And my hiker hunger has been pretty stable for the last year since I've been hiking full time since August 2017. Anyhow, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this beer. So, um... Thank you all for listening to me, Sarah Duma, talk about my diet. If you have any questions, you can ask me away on uh, Instagram or YouTube or whatever. So, so say we all uh, live long and prosper. Bye-bye. And that concludes today's show. In our next episode, our Group 1 hikers will dive deep on the social dynamics and grouping patterns of their hiker families. If you enjoy the show, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Word of mouth serves as our lifeblood and what makes future episodes of Trail Correspondence possible. Also, don't forget to subscribe to ensure you don't miss future episodes. Today's show was edited by our guy, Polly Boy Shawcross, who is also the genius behind these tasty tracks. You can keep up with the show on Instagram at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter at ThruHikerPod, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. 
can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at the trek.co. Signing off for now. Happy hiking.